Welcome to Grace News, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Every Monday, I will share a brief devotional based on the scripture with a theme of reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. The theme of our devotional today is warning. And the title of our devotional is entitled, Heed the Warning. And our scripture reference comes from Psalms, Psalms 19, 9 to 11. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. You know, life is full of warnings. Warnings, the advice that trouble is ahead. Uh, A definition of warning from the dictionary is a statement or event that indicates a possible or impending danger, problem, or other unpleasant situations. Another definition is cautionary advice. And finally, advance notice of something. Now, if I was to give synonyms of the word warning, it would be caution, admonition, or advice. And I would also say, beware. Life is full of warnings. In academia, you know, I'm a retired teacher. We had to warn our parents about their child's behavior, We had to warn them of their child's progress or lack thereof in a timely manner. If a child fails a class, in June, the parent's going to say, I never heard from the teacher for the entire 180 days. Why are you telling me my child is failing now? We must send a written document and or a phone call to let our parents know the progress of their child. And if they're in danger of failing a particular subject or the entire grade. The same thing in college. You need to know if you're in danger of failing. Then there are weather advisories. Some people don't even get out of the bed until they check out the weather advisories. Hurricane warnings, tornado warnings, tsunami warnings, weather alert warnings. And there are traffic, travel, and automobile advisories. Let's talk about our cars, especially with these new cars. You have a car that documents what's going on every second. It tells you when you need to change your oil, when it's low. It tells you when your gas, how many miles you have left with this particular tank of gas. And it also tells you if your tire pressure is low. Also, if you have an older car, it just gives you a gas needle that will register how much is left in the tank with increments of full, half full, or quarter tank full, or on empty. 
we say on E. And even with the new cars, it beeps every time you turn the car on and tells you of a warning of those things I just mentioned early. Then there are traffic warnings. The lane is going to close in so many feet. There's traffic warning that there's an accident ahead. And then there's a parking sign warning. If you park here between this time and this time, your car will be towed. Or if you park here in a no parking zone, your car will be towed. Then there's the human resource warnings for all employees. Dress code violations, tardiness, being late, excessive, unexcused absence, or even the warning of poor performance. And what about relationship warnings? People see red flags in their relationships and some tend to ignore them. Others look at them and figure out what they're going to do about this red flag that they see. You're asking, what red flags are you talking about, Sister Marlene? Bad spending habits, drinks too much, pre-alcoholic, abusive, verbal, and physical. Now, why would you marry who has bad spending habits is going to keep you in the poorhouse? Or why would you marry or have a great relationship with an alcoholic who's going to drink, 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 drink? And do you really want to join your life with somebody who's abusive verbal and physical but it happens red flags red flags and what about electronics the crazy part is as i'm typing this devotional my power source on my laptop is registering low needs power source our cell phone warnings years ago it used to beep and beep and beep when it's low and then it shuts off now it tells you there's only 10% power left or there's 5% power left and then it just shuts off. You keep talking, bloop. Next thing you know, you don't hear anything. This is why people walk around with those phone charges. Do you remember in school when your English teacher was talking about the if-then statements? For example, if you do this, this will happen. Here's another one. If you don't heed the warning, then the consequences will happen. You get the message? Yes. Warning messages. If you don't heed the warning, there are consequences. Let's talk about biblical warnings. Who was warned in the Bible? God warned the Israelites. God warned the people in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Do you know the first warning that was given to mankind? It was given to Adam and Eve. God told Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis in the second chapter that they could eat any fruit they wanted in that garden. But he said there's one place you cannot eat the fruit and that was in the middle of the garden he said but the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die that's verse 17 of chapter 2 they didn't heed the warning they did what they wanted to do and they died when how Immediately? No. But they died. Listen to the word of the Lord. Heed 
the warning. Noah. Now, I could not find a scripture in the Bible where it says Noah warned the people that a flood was coming. I looked and I looked. As a child, I just learned that was the situation. But I don't can't find any scripture to back it up. The scripture that I do have is 2 Peter 2.5. In the NIV, it says, If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others. So if Noah is a preacher of righteousness, we know he preached living holy, preached living right, Preach changing their ways, but I don't. I could not find a specific scripture that says Noah said, "Get right with God and do it now because the floods are coming." That's all assumed. Now, can you imagine the Lord saying what He said in Genesis six eight? The Lord said, "I will destroy man whom I have created." From the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Oh, Lord Jesus, can you imagine what God is saying now to his people? What is he saying about us? That is he still saying, I repenteth, for I had, oh, because you know he sees what's going on on that earth. He sees how the people are living. He sees what we allow and disallow. He sees the hearts of man. Oh, Jesus. A promise or a warning. Or a warning of his promise. You decide how you want to take it. But a warning is a warning. God told Noah to build an ark with specifications. And then told him and his family to go in and shut the door. Then the rain came. I wonder what the conversation was like when they heard the rain while in the ark. It rained 40 days and 40 nights, destroying everything except the people and the animals in the ark. The word of God says he's going to destroy man and beast. The creeping things and the fowl of the air. And did he do it? Yes, he did. Also, Lot. In Genesis 19:15, Lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. God sends messengers of caution and warning. This time, he used an angel. Today, God uses ministers, preachers, and teachers of the Bible and also pastors to warn us as they speak and preach from the word of God. Promises or warnings, you decide. In Galatians 6-7, in the English Standard Version, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will help reap. Now, saints of God, we don't know how God's going to have this happen. We don't know how when it will happen, but the Bible says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Be warned. In Proverbs 16, 18, it says, pride goeth before destruction 
and an haughty spirit before a fall. Once again, a warning. We don't know how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, but be warned. It says it's going to go before destruction. In Ezekiel 33, 5, it says, He heard the sound of a trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him, but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. Warn me. I want to listen. I want to take advice. I want to be in compliance. The Bible warns us about the devil in John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The devil is not your friend. The Bible says he cometh only to steal, kill, and to destroy. Does that sound like a friend? I don't think so. God warns us in his word. He warns us about the consequences of sin. Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible warns us about false prophets in 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. And it talks about immorality, the consequences of sin and and not living for God. Have you heard or seen God's warning concerning your personal life, your attitude, your spending habits, problems with your children's character, their educational problems? Have you listened? Have you heard? Have you seen the warning sign? So, saints of God, what do we do about warnings? Are you one to ignore warnings or warning signs? Heed God's warnings. Pay attention. When we fail to listen to the warnings, there is a negative consequence. There will come a time when it's too late to heed God's warnings. Why warnings? They're for our good, for our safety, for our quality of life. They save us from calamity and destruction and from peril. Listen, and more importantly, take action concerning the warning. Don't wait, don't wait, do it now. For many warnings, there is a grace period, but when the grace period is over, the consequences come upon us. Let's heed the warnings of the Lord recorded in the word of God. Let's listen when the Holy Spirit speaks to us through devotion, prayer, and scripture. Amen. Amen. Today's closing song is entitled, The Wages of Sin is Death. That's written by myself, Marlene Jenkins Cooper. The majority of the words from this song come straight from Romans 6.23 in the King James Version. Heed the warning.
Let's pray. Dear Father, oh, to be kept by Jesus. Oh, to see and hear and recognize your warnings. Help us to heed the warnings and take action. The word of God is clear about false prophets, about sin, about the devil, and so many other warnings. But help us to recognize the warning signs and take action. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. You're so worthy of our praise. We pray for every listener today. We're so grateful to have listeners. Oh God, I ask you to touch them. Touch them at their point of need. You know what they have need of. Help them in the name of Jesus. Pray for our earth. Pray for the people on this earth. Help them to heed and listen. For today is the day of salvation. And they would accept Christ as their personal Savior because the wages of sin is death. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining me today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene. Make sure you visit my website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with me. I would love to hear from you. While you're at it, if you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help me out too. If you like this podcast, you may want to check out my book, Grace Notes, 5-Minute Inspirational Devotions for the Church Choir, Musicians, and Friends of Music. Be sure to tune in on Monday for new releases of our devotional episodes. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.